Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, beautiful people. You have Michaela with you again today for our fifth and final episode of our Productivity 101 mini-series. Today, I'm going to be talking about care and consistency, which are two topics that are key to your productivity practice and ones that I personally still find very challenging at times. So as I mentioned at the end of the last productivity episode, we're not task completing robots. We're all human beings with human brains living human lives. This means that we're all fallible and we all make mistakes. And that's totally normal and totally to be expected. Believe it or not, judging and mentally beating ourselves up when we don't get stuff done just isn't the way to go. It's really not helpful. When it comes to productivity, there are no right or wrong, one size fits all answers. I believe that the most important thing is that you approach your productivity with a learner's mindset and be willing to make mistakes. You need to learn and try and tweak and try again until you finally end up with a system that works for you. So the systems I teach are the ones that I've learned from the experts and I've tried and tweaked and tried again and again and again until I've developed them into something that really works for me. So when I coach clients, I teach them my systems and then I work with them to tweak and try until we have developed systems that work specifically for them. Now, lots of people have lots of different thoughts about what productivity is and what it means. But for me, productivity is a self-care habit. It's about working less, removing the noise, focusing on what's important and creating the time and space to do more of what I want to be doing and less of what I don't. So being productive allows me to do less while more effectively reaching my goals. For example, an empty inbox gives me the peace of mind that I know where my business is at and what's going on with my clients. An organized to-do list means that I know what needs to be done and I don't need to worry that I might've missed something. And a scheduled calendar means that I've planned my day in a way that works for me and allows me to do what I need to do by the time I need it done, but also with lots of times for breaks and enjoyment and other stuff in between. And when I don't get something done like I planned, I don't beat myself up about it because I'm human and life happens. What I do instead is I learn from what went wrong, reschedule it and move on. So I'll learn from what happened. I'll have a look at what happened. I'll consider all the options. And then when I schedule my calendar for next week, I'll try and plan for that. 
Now, there are, of course, days where we don't just fall behind our schedule a little bit. We fall behind it a lot. Entire days might not work out how we'd planned. And before we know it, our whole week is off and we're starting to feel really stressed and overwhelmed at how far behind we find ourselves. Now, this is where self-care is really important. The solution to the problem that is kind, respectful and loving to yourself, believe it or not, is not to work nights and weekends until you're caught up. I know I've tried that several times and believe me, it just makes the problem worse. And the reason it makes the problem worse is because we as humans need rest and downtime away from our work. Pushing through with your work is like working when distracted. You might get the task done, but it's likely to take you twice as long. And honestly, your results are going to be crap. (laughs) You're not going to produce your best work. You'll be much more prone to making mistakes and your creativity will be in the toilet. So it's not just a case of all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. It's more like all work and no play makes Jack a tired, cranky and inefficient boy. So while the answer is not to work nights and weekends to try and catch up, the answer to the problem of falling behind in your schedule that is kind and respectful and loving to yourself is to reevaluate, reprioritize and reschedule. So to do this, what you need to do is look at both your calendar and your to-do list for the next few weeks and ask yourself, in light of my current situation, what are my priorities? What do I want to do, delete, delegate, or defer? And then go ahead and make those changes to your calendar and your to-do list. Now, you may need to do this exercise a few times if you find yourself still with more tasks than available time in your schedule. And as tempting as it may be, I encourage you not to increase your available time by making your days longer. Make space by doing less, not more. Now, this might mean having to say no or renegotiating timelines or cancelling plans and potentially letting people down. And if you're anything like me, this might feel extremely hard and uncomfortable because I tend to be a little bit of a people pleaser in that respect. But the, the main thing is, or the main thing to remember is that you are the most important person in your life and your business. And if you don't take care of yourself first, your health and your business will suffer. So if you found that last sentence a little uncomfortable to swallow, think of it this way. It all comes back to the oxygen mask scenario. Now, if you remember back to the days where we used to regularly fly on airplanes, safety briefings always advise you to put on your own oxygen mask before helping anyone else put on theirs. So the life lesson there being that you can't help others if you don't help yourself first. And this idea might also bring up some anxiety for you if it means pushing out timelines for your own business projects. For example, if you're working on it, launching a new product or course. And if this is the case for you, then 
I challenge you to challenge your thoughts around this. So ask yourself, are you feeling pressure because you think you should or need to have your project completed by a specific date? And then if that's the case, ask yourself, well, is this really true? What's my hurry? What's the worst case scenario if I don't make that date? And is it really that terrible? I used to work in palliative care. So sometimes to put things back into perspective or make myself stop and question my reality, I ask myself, is this a matter of life and death? And I can tell you that so far it has been a 100% no, it's not. It's not that dire. It's not that urgent. It's not that all-consuming and effective. But the thing is our brains like to lead us astray and put more importance and urgency on things than they actually require. So just check in with yourself to ensure that this isn't happening to you. Now, another self-care productivity practice that I like to use every chance I get is automation. And I want to set the record straight here. When a lot of us think of automation, we think of setting up computer programs and apps and platforms to perform tasks for us. Like, for example, email automations and autoresponders. But but automation doesn't actually have to be complex and high tech. There are lots of simple ways in which you can use automation to simplify your life and your business tasks. And one of my absolute favorites is by using recurring tasks. Now I use a digital to-do list with Asana, uh, which means that my tasks will pop up in my today list daily, weekly, or monthly, but you can also achieve the same outcomes by using an old school paper checklist. So I create recurring tasks for things that I need to do regularly And I don't want to waste brain energy on trying to remember the steps. So if I've lost you, an example of what I mean is that um, I have a recurring daily task called email and admin. And inside that task, I have a list of subtasks. So it's like a mini checklist for myself um, of all the things that I like to complete first thing every morning. So inside my task, email and admin, I've got the subtasks of get email inbox to zero, assign and schedule Asana tasks, check and respond to Facebook messages, check and respond to Instagram messages, check and respond to LinkedIn messages, and check and respond to Slack messages, because they're all the communication channels that I use. So these are things I like to do every morning and they all sound pretty simple and straightforward, but if I left it up to my memory, I'd forget at least one or two of them, probably more. Actually, I'd probably only remember one or two of them because I just can't hold things like that in my head. And so what would then happen is I'd probably suddenly remember later on during the day while I'm in the middle of something else that, oh, I forgot to do this. And that would then interrupt my focus and concentration on what I was working on. And as we all know by now, that's exactly what we're trying to avoid. So 
Using the recurring task in this way to remind you to do things that you need to do every day can be super valuable. But one other thing you might have noticed about those tasks that I've listed all together to do at the same time is that they're all very similar. So they're really all to do with communication and getting tasks from communications. So this is actually a thing (laughs) called task batching. So task batching is the act of batching similar tasks together and doing them all at once rather than addressing them sporadically throughout the day. So the idea is that by focusing solely on a single job or a single type of job, whether it's replying to emails or paying invoices, you're able to create a more focused workflow, minimize distractions and procrastination and pay more attention to detail. In other words, you perform the tasks more effectively and efficiently, which makes me a very happy productivity coach. So some other tasks that I batch and automate using recurring tasks, but again, you could do this using a checklist, a laminated checklist or one that you write out each day, include my Monday hour one, which is the first hour of my week where I review all the tasks I want to get done for the week and I schedule them into the work blocks in my calendar. So I have certain steps that I need to go through to do that, like getting my inbox to zero, reviewing everything that's there, putting in all my appointments and all that sort of stuff. So there's certain steps I need to take. So that's a recurring task. Another one I use is my fortnightly financial admin task. And this is where I review all my income for the last fortnight. I enter it into my profit first spreadsheet. I transfer funds between my business accounts, reconcile my account transactions in zero, attach receipts, pay bills, all that sort of stuff. So again, I have that set out, each individual part of that that I need to do. So, you know, um, enter details into spreadsheet, transfer funds between account X and account Y. I have all of those set up as tasks or as subtasks in my financial admin task. So I don't need to think of the process. It just tells me what to do. And one other that I have is the quarterly completion of my business activity statement. And this one is actually really helpful (laughs) because I only do it quarterly. So I forget between times that I have to do it. So each time it pops up, it's like I don't have to go back and see what I did last time or go and refer to notes that I've taken somewhere because all the steps I need to do are lined, set out one after the other in the task for me. So it's a no brainer. So I also set up other single recurring tasks like writing my monthly newsletter, booking annual dental appointments for myself and my kids and scheduling weekly coaching sessions for myself. So there are other single recurring tasks that I have pop up, just things that I need to do that I don't want to forget, but I also don't really want to have to think about. I just want my software to go, this is what you need to do now, get it done. Now, you might be wondering, how is automating my tasks a self-care practice? Great question. And it all comes back to what Apple founder Steve Jobs wore every day. Now, stay with me here. Steve Jobs famously wore the same black turtleneck, 
blue jeans and New Balance sneakers to work every single day. And this quickly became his signature look as well as part of the overall brand of Apple. So why did he do this? Well, Steve understood that he had a finite capacity of brain power to make well thought out decisions each day. A minute more a day using his brain power to decide which t-shirt to wear is less brain power he would then have later on to put towards his company. And this is an actual concept known as decision fatigue, which is a psychological condition where making a decision in the present will reduce your decision-making ability in the future. There are hundreds of decisions, if not more, that we have to make each day. Some decisions are important, but most are trivial. Unfortunately, studies have shown that as humans, our capacity to consistently make well-thought-out decisions is finite. So what that means is that when you use your brain power earlier in the day, deciding whether to hit the snooze button on your alarm or what to eat for breakfast or what outfit to wear for the day, you'll consequently have less brain power later in the day to make decisions about your business and health. So questions like, should I have that piece of chocolate cake after dinner turn into, I'm just going to have that piece of chocolate cake because I'm too tired to think about it. So we use recurring tasks and checklists to make the decisions for you. You don't have to decide what the next step is. Your past self has already made the decision for you. The task is sitting there telling you what to do next. So you can get through your day making fewer decisions about trivial things so you have the brain power when you need it to make the most to make more important decisions for yourself and your business. So take the time to set up recurring tasks or paper checklists for yourself. Your future self will thank you for it. Now the final thing I wanted to touch on is taking the time to regularly review and celebrate your achievements. As a future-focused species, this is something we often forget to do. Now, I've done a lot of work in the past 18 months on my own thoughts, my potential, and the story I have for myself and my life. It really helped me to realise just how hard I am on myself. My thoughts tend to lean towards, yes, I did that thing, but I'm sure someone else did it faster or easier or better than me. I haven't done enough. I need to do more. So I would never celebrate anything. So at the end of last year, it really came to my attention how I never gave myself the opportunity to look back and allow myself to appreciate and celebrate my achievements. And I have done some really awesome things. (laughs) So that's a shit ton of positive emotion that I've denied myself over the years. So I made the decision that moving forward, I would regularly take the time and make the effort to recognize and celebrate my achievements. So to get started, I sat down on the 31st of December last year and wrote a list of things I had achieved during that year, both big and small. Three days later, I was actually still adding to the list and I was blowing my own mind If I hadn't done this exercise, I wouldn't have given myself the opportunity to experience the sense of pride and gratitude and appreciation 
that I had for myself. Like my brain would still be caught in my old loop of not enough, need to do more. Whereas when I looked at it, I had achieved so much, but I just didn't realize it because I was just working on that task and completing that task and then working on the next thing. So I highly encourage you to do the same. Whether you do this exercise annually, quarterly or weekly, this exercise is all about you and what you have achieved under the unique circumstances of your life. You deserve to recognize the greatness in you. Don't deny yourself that and don't compare yourself to anyone else because we're all running our own race. Now, that brings me to the end of this episode and the end of my Productivity 101 mini-series. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed bringing all this information to you. There is, however, one thought that I'd like to leave you with and that I hope you have uncovered for yourself as you've listened to these podcasts. Remember, Productivity is about allowing you to become a human who intentionally lives the life you want, focusing on the important and letting go of everything else in all aspects of your life. When you work, you work hard, but when you rest, you rest fully, knowing that you've taken care of business in the most efficient and intentional way. Until next time, Take care and stay well. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.